This is the Bro Storm Sports Podcast. On this week's episode, we cover best bets as always, play a little game called Would You Rather, but first a little bit of an NBA preview. Stay with us throughout. It's going to be a good one. It's Bro Storm Sports with your hosts, Sasha and Scott Bushka. He's a sports talk show host named Sasha, named after Sasha Radunovich. And Scott's a wisdom-seeking, educated, networking guy who works in the sports industry. Featuring intern P, the basement beer pong world champion. So put on your bro coat. It's time for a bro storm. Welcome into Bro Storm Sports. It is Monday, December 12th. We're joining you in the middle of the Monday night game this week. Uh, we're getting started a little bit earlier because we got a little bit different lineup here tonight. As always, I'm your host, Sasha Bushka. I'm joined by intern P, and uh, we've got uh, Wichita legend, stand-up comic, and KGSO sports radio host Felix Johnson joining us tonight. How are we doing tonight, fellas? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, legend is pretty strong, but I mean, I'll take it. I mean, I'm blushing over here, but I'll take it. Yeah, we, we added a little bit of uh, size and athleticism to the pod this week. To replace Scott uh, for the week because he just he, he wasn't moving people enough <laughs> in color. So yeah. you brought in an offensive lineman so I could move people. We're already missing yeah. Scott. Um, if you can't tell, uh, we have to deal with Felix all day. So this will be interesting. Oh, he's not CZ. happy that I said that because sober Pearson doesn't like me too much already. Pearson's got a little rumble down in the basement, but. Felix and Pearson are already developing a little bit of a feud, a uh, little bit off, I don't even know how. off air before we came on. I love so, Pearson so much. That's fair. That's fair. So we're going to, uh, Christmas is coming up. Uh, it's about 13 days till the season. And as always, people kind of uh, start paying attention to the NBA come Christmas time. So we wanted to do a little bit of an NBA Christmas primer. Uh, so... We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA today. Um, I took the liberty of looking up the NBA MVP odds before the before the show started, and uh, Jason Tatum is your current NBA MVP favorite. Thoughts on that, Felix? Uh, I, he's playing very well, and it probably makes sense because I mean the East is the better conference now, so it's basically the the Celtics and the Bucks, which is one of the more frustrating things. And it's just, it's kind of poetic justice where like he, they lose in the finals. And then the next year he falls out of control just to probably lose in the second round of the playoffs this year. But I mean, you know who my man is. I gotta, I gotta go with the Don Luka Doncic. He's probably going to win the whole thing. Yeah. He's currently second in the odds at plus two eighty behind Tatum's plus two sixty. I got to stop you on one thing right there. The East is now the better conference. Is that correct? I mean, when you think about it, it's at least better at the top with the Bucks, the Celtics, the the Heat, uh, the Sixers, even, and then they slip up or a little inconsistent. Your Toronto Raptors, and and so I mean, there's there's five teams right there. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers are getting better, um, and so there there's a couple of teams in the East. Whereas the West, it's it's kind of a crapshoot on who's going to make it out. It's the Warriors, maybe, but they're not playing well. The Mavericks, I'd love for that to happen, but it's Luca and everybody else. Um, so I mean. The East is just better. It's the it's kind of flipped. Everybody's been running away from LeBron for years. Everybody ran to the West. Well, LeBron went to the West, and now everybody's running to the East. And LeBron's old now too. Pearson, do you concur? 
Um, I do. I also think Giannis obviously is in the mix. He always is going to be in the mix as long as he mm-hmm. is in, in this prime that he's in right now. Um, the Bucks are always going to compete with Giannis. The only problem I have with Luca is that the Mavs are not very good without Luca. They're not good in general, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and it's normally a base. This MVP is based on how well your team does. So I think it's a two-head race right now well, between Giannis and Jason Tatum. Giannis and Jason Tatum. Felix, I see you're making a face about the Mavs not being good without Luka. Once again, we did this before the show, but name another player on the Mavs besides Luka Doncic. Christian Wood. Exactly. Moving on. Um, the I'm never coming back on. This has just been an attack on my character and my per- my. Tell me, my, my tell me why Christian Wood's good. Um, he's tall. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, to give you an idea, Pearson uh, said it's a two-man race. The top three in odds are Tatum, Luka, Giannis, plus 260, plus 280, plus 300. But then it goes to Steph Curry at 850 and Embiid at 1,000. But the MVP is coming out of those five guys, and I'll tell you why uh, I, I really believe that. The, the sixth favorite to win the MVP right now at plus 2,000 is Anthony Davis. And on my sheet here, I, I wrote Anthony Davis, and I put in parentheses, LOL. The Lakers are currently 11 and 15. So I, if Anthony Davis two is his favorite, the MVP is coming out of those first five. I mean, they started 2 and 10. And, and the reason why, like, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a reason behind why Luka might be the MVP, too, is is – if you remember back to Russell Westbrook's uh, MVP season, they were like the sixth or seventh seed in the uh, in the in the playoffs, and like it was Russell Westbrook and Victor Oladipo. Like, are we serious? And so, I mean, it could be something similar like that, where they actually care about the word "valuable" as opposed to just saying like, "Ah, who's the best player on the best team?" It's fair. Yeah, I don't hate that, but I I do want to bring one thing up about the NBA standings. Uh, the Pelicans. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I think this was my dark horse team of the when we first did our picks, and they're leading the West right now. So I think Zion could also be in that conversation for MVP. Did either of you? Yeah, and Zion is on the list. He's like the 11th favorite. Yeah, no, if they come out and do well, you, you never know. Did either of you see Zion sick 360 the other day? Yeah, and having the – Phoenix Suns almost whoop his tail because they're like, mm, we're down by eight, five seconds to go. You dunk the basketball. Mm. Yeah, essentially, uh, for the listeners who didn't see it, um, Pelicans got a run out with virtually no time on the clock. He could have just dribbled it out. Instead, he goes up for the 360 Tomahawk slam. I kind of, I'm kind of here for it. I know how Felix feels about it because it's super dope. Okay. Intern P agrees. All right, so coming up, the Christmas schedule, December 25th. Uh, we've got the 76ers versus the Knicks, two about 500 teams in the East. The Lakers versus the Mavericks. The Bucks versus the Celtics, which are the top two teams in the East currently. Grizzlies, Warriors, and Suns, Nuggets. Of those five games, does one intrigue any of you more than the others? Mavs, Lakers. Mavs, Lakers. It's, it's the passing of the torch. It goes from the king to the don, and Luka is going to assert his dominance even further over the NBA and route to an, to an MVP trophy. 
Um, I'm excited to watch the Grizzlies and the Warriors. I love John Morant and Steph Curry. They both play uh, just a different type of basketball than anybody else, I feel. Um, I think it's going to be an electric 7 o'clock Sunday night game, even though football will be going on, so I don't know how that's going to bode. So we will find out here shortly. Pearson, do you like Draymond Green? Um, I, I like his tenacity. Uh, it was a lot better to root for him when he was actually good at basketball, but he sucks at basketball now. So, uh, Have you ever listened to his podcast? I haven't. Is it is it a good listen? I have no idea. No, don't leave this idea. one, though, bro, Storms, if you're... Don't. Stay. Stay. Just keep storming, bro. Uh, yeah, so, Pearson, you, you used the word electric, which, fantastic word usage. I see that you're making good use of your merriam-webster subscription this week and uh hold on do you have a merriam-webster subscription like you pay five bucks a month just to get a word of the day or something stupid of course i have subscriptions to all the all the good news sources all the good everything i mean wikipedia nerd wallet oh, merriam-webster wow uh, urban wow. dictionary <laughs> <laughs> i like the urban dictionary one i'm in i like that one or you can just hang out with me for longer than 10 minutes. I'll teach you everything you yeah, need to know. Yeah, in honor of Scott, we'll just explain. Can one of you Gen Zers explain to the audience what a, what a John is? Pearson, the Without floor is yours. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, so it's actually slang for a noun. So, But you cannot use it as a person. So it's just a thing. Like, this podcast is a John. Like, we're listening to this John right now. We're in this John right now. I mean, this John... Otherwise known as my house. Not in this thing. We're in this John. <laughs> All right. Got that out of the way. So what I was going to ask when I was going to the electric uh, scenario, who's more, who do you consider more electric? And they're electric in different ways, but John Moran or Steph Curry? John, now, I mean, he's Duncan. He's quick. He's younger. Steph's just an elite shooter, and he will always be until his arms fall off, honestly. Um Jaws the future of the NBA, in my opinion, along with Luca and Jason Tatum. So it's nice to watch somebody like that play in the NBA. What about Zion? He's up there too. I mean, everyone loves 360 dunks. And I mean, why else do you watch the NBA? You can't do that in any other, you can't see that anywhere else. Here's why Zion's not the future of the NBA a pastrami sandwich is his weakness. Like, if he, if he puts on a little bit too much weight, it could be over with. Like, he looks like a left tackle half the time. And so, like, all of a sudden his knee gives out because he's 450 pounds. There's a problem. And so he's not the future of the NBA. He's yeah, got, like, I a think, solid eight years of dominance, and that'll be it. I think he's on a previous pod, um, one, of, one of Zion's teammates said something about getting the right fuel in the Lamborghini, and it was mentioned that maybe the Lamborghini needs to go on a diet. So he's a 2004 Chevy Tahoe. Mm, wow. A 2004 wow, Chevy Tahoe. Yeah. Chevy that's Tahoe. not very nice. That's like Greg Oden, dude. Not, not Zion Williamson. Greg Oden. Greg Oden was, was something different. He was a Mack truck. Um, I'm like a, I'm like an avalanche. Like, you know how they, they use, Chevy used to make those big avalanche trucks. I'm one of those. What, because you're so versatile, you, yeah. I'm like a I'm like an ATV. 
I just See, I always considered really you kind of like a, a one-trick pony. So I think Avalanche is exactly the opposite. What's my one trick? You're more like, uh, well, this is a worse example. I was going to say El Camino, but El Camino can be a car or a truck. So you're not an El Camino, although you're kind of in that genre. You're more like a... I'm kind of hurt. You're an actual I'm, I'm kind of hurt, you think... <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm well I was just gonna say neither you mentioned as the top game for the Christmas schedule the Bucks and the Celtics top two teams in the Eastern Conference right now top two MVP candidates or two of the top three Jason Tatum versus Giannis Antetokounmpo and uh I I think that's going to be a hell of a game in Boston on Christmas Day so get you guys ready for the uh NBA season on Christmas Day I guess the last thing I want to get to on the NBA is there any is there any teams that we thought were going to be contenders heading into the season that are officially done uh, before Christmas Day even comes around? Uh, I mean the the Chicago Bulls look pretty rough this year. Uh, they're supposed yeah. to be good with Demar Derozan, Lonzo Ball, all those guys, and the injury bug just got to them. I think Lonzo's out for the rest of the year or something, something, something big. Well, and for me, I thought like some people were pretty high on the Lakers. I mean, I understand everybody's old. I mean, coming into the season, it was always like, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Russell Westbrook. They haven't figured out anything quite yet. But uh, it was always, it's kind of like in the NFL with, with the Buccaneers and Brady. It's like, well, at least they have Tom Brady. And I feel like the the thoughts with the Lakers was like, well, at least they have LeBron. And like we've seen over the past few years that LeBron's not the old LeBron, but I mean, there's always the chance that he might do something crazy and carry a team to the playoffs. And I think we're seeing this year that that's absolutely not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think those are two good picks. They're both teams that would be out of the playoffs right now, the Bulls and the Lakers. Now the Lakers were a dumpster fire last year. So I don't know why everybody thought they were going to be better this year. And I, I don't think a lot of people did actually, We'll see if they make a move. Okay, with I thought. But, yeah, not surprisingly. Um, we'll see if they make a move with uh, Russell Westbrook. But they're in kind of a similar situation as the L.A. Rams in the NFL, which is like you're, you're bad and you don't have any draft picks because you've traded them all in previous seasons. At least in the NBA, draft picks mean even less because it's like you're drafting this one-and-done prospect that – is 19 years old when you get him in and like at, at what cost is he it's he's not going to be good for the like four years whereas the lakers they want to be competing year in and year out so they're probably more like in the in the win now mode and if they have to tear it down to the studs they can they want to go after free agents we saw how that worked out in like 2013 2014 whenever they wanted to get a draft or get a big free agent it just didn't work because they they were a bad franchise and Kobe was on a bad contract and so it was just kind of a weird situation where the Lakers are either we're going to be completely destitute or we're going to be competing and there's no real in between yeah it's interesting because draft picks aren't the end-all be-all in the NBA but they are assets and sometimes you need assets mm -hmm. to acquire free agents and you need players as assets too for free agents to want to come and play with you Young players, right? Um, no less, and they traded like all their good young players in the Anthony Davis trade and and other trades that haven't worked out for them. Uh, so, but they got a championship out of it. Yeah, only because of the bubble. But that's another conversation for another day. 
But I do want to say one thing about your about your uh, the rookies, right? Like these guys coming out of college, like Victor, Victor Wimbayama, he's like the next LeBron from what I've heard, and I think it's going to be interesting to see these teams how who's going to be the best at tanking at the end of the season. I'm very excited to watch that. It's going to be great right entertainment. I'm going to get us out of this segment, but I will say one thing about tanking. Everybody complains about it in the NBA. Uh, but the NBA is actually the only league that makes an attempt to have a system in place for teams not to tank by having a draft lottery. In the NFL, if you have the worst record, you just automatically get the first pick. At least in this case, in the NBA, you're not guaranteed it by being the absolute worst team in the league. So I think I think it's made more of a big deal than it really is in that league. So that's going to do it for the NBA primer heading into Christmas. On the other side of the break, we'll get into best bets. Stay with us. Having an event that needs amazing entertainment? Hi-Fi Productions is the way to go. They bring their mobile dueling pianos and provide a highly interactive and fun show that's perfect for fundraisers, corporate events, or any kind of party. Is somebody getting married soon? Hi-Fi also provides the best wedding DJ service around, winning Wedding Wire's Couples Choice Award four years in a row. They know how to pack a dance floor. Based in Wichita, Kansas, visit HiFiProductions.net to book your unforgettable event. Welcome back into Bro Storm Sports. Felix is laughing at the bring back in. It's fine. Uh, Pearson and Jay Miz both put on Celtics jerseys during the breaks, and I think Felix is feeling a little bit intimidated. Well, no, it, it's not intimidated. It's just that, I mean, it's a lot of green and white on the screen over here. The white on the jerseys, boys. Yeah, that's a good point. We're going to get into best bets in this segment. Um, let's go over last week's picks to start. Pearson, how do you think you did? I don't know, Sasha. Why don't you tell me how I did? I have a, I have a pretty strong inclination of how well I did, but I just want to hear it from you first. Well, Pearson had the Texans plus 17 against the Cowboys. That hit. The Texans nearly won outright. He's feeling pretty good about himself. And pretty good. he also had Minnesota-Detroit over which was 53 and a half. I believe it ended at like 32, 23. It went over. So Pearson was two and zero on the week that brings him to 12, eight and two on the season, a really strong second place. I will say that. Um, but second place, second place when you didn't win your proxy went one and one on the week. He had the Seahawks yeah. over the Panthers. They did not cover. And the Bengals covered versus Cleveland. So Scott is now 9-12-1 on the year. Scott's and a smart guy. He's a very smart guy. Smart and handsome. Did you, Felix? Yes. Do you know how records work? What? 9-12-1 is not that good. You say 9-1? 9-12-1. The oh no! I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part. Hey, okay. you know what? He he's he's lucky. He's pretty. Yeah, exactly. That's all he has going for him. The, I will say that <laughs> that's one thing we kind of failed to mention off the top. But the overall handsomeness of this show went down tenfold by bringing Felix in. The 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 out the 
outlandish attacks I'm receiving from you guys. I mean, I, I'm, I'm starting to think you don't like me. Like, why'd you invite me here if you was going to say, like, you're stupid and ugly? Well, we usually make fun of Intern P the whole time. And I thought, you know, he's been here longer than you. He's not a guest. And it'd be more fun to make fun of you throughout the show. All right. I'll take I'll take my lashings, I guess. All right. And I am now 14 and 8 on the year. I had the Chiefs Broncos overs over 43. It hit by about a million. And I had Detroit minus one against Minnesota. I did not eat the cheese. I went the opposite of the trap line and had Detroit covering. They won the game. That moves me to 14 and eight on the year. Jay Miz had the Dolphins and the Bucks. They both lost. Sorry, Jay Miz. 0 oh, 2 on the week. That was a very Florida, Florida like picking, man. What's that, Felix? He's very big on Florida to make his picks there, but. Oh, yeah, luckily, he picked two Florida teams. Good catch. Luckily, the prince that was promised Brock Purdy skunked Tom Brady. That was actually pretty cool. I liked watching that. I, Tom Brady's officially dead. Can I bring up my theory, Sasha? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Tom Brady from Northern California. He was in the building when the catch was made that Dwight Clark made, jumped up to the heavens, brought it down, touchdown, win the NFC Championship game. He was in the building. It was great. His favorite team growing up, the San Francisco 49ers. Over the past like five or six years, there's always been the, the idea that Tom Brady's going to go back and play for his hometown team, the San Francisco 49ers. What if old Tom Brady has to watch Brock Purdy, uh, somewhat of a version of himself, do everything he wanted to do with the San Francisco 49ers? What if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl with the 49ers? All of a sudden, Tom Brady's like, he got to do the one thing I never got to do with my favorite team. That's kind of sad. Tom Brady's going to be crying about Brock Purdy's career. Is what you're trying to tell me? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Sasha, you're a big Shocker fan, right? Am I correct in saying that? Yes. Isn't there just some part of you, some little itty-bitty part of you that would would have loved to play basketball for the Wichita State Shockers? Sure. But I'm not Tom Brady. That's what it is. Like, if I went on, okay, but if I went on to have an NBA career and win seven NBA championships and some other jabroni won a championship with my favorite NBA team, I would not care. No, Mr. but it's still, it's still kind of right, the, yeah. it's yeah, kind of the thing. We're moving on. It's like, I've heard enough of this right. today. You've heard it exactly once, one other time than this today. Yes, I heard it one other time. It was dumb then. It's still dumb. It's not dumb. I think it's a good idea. What if Brock? Okay, if Brock gets seven Super Bowls, maybe, maybe then. But he's not going to. He's not Tom Brady. I'm, I'm not, he doesn't even have to get seven. He doesn't even have to get seven. He just needs to get one. And Tom Brady's like, ah, he won a Super Bowl with my See, favorite team. He kind of changed the theory because earlier today, basically, Brock Purdy was going to be the next Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was. Gonna I be said that. I I never said that. I never said that. All I said was is that Tom Brady is going to have to watch watch Brock Purdy win a Super Bowl with his favorite team, something he never got to do. All right. It's kind of like it's kind of like there's this girl that you this crush that you had like back in the Dizzy. And then you're watching another guy go after her. 
you just never had the chance to do it with yeah. your with the crush that you had You're in elementary married to school. Giselle, you don't care. Which he no longer divorced. Is, but yeah. <laughs> Have you seen his new girlfriend? I did see I did see her. Step Pearson. down. Are you mad at Tom for getting a new girlfriend already before you could pick up Giselle? <laughs> no, I think I think Tom Brady's making a great decision in his women. Uh I need, need to get to I need to be an NFL quarterback so I can get those type of those types of models. So I'm gonna be working on that in the offseason, really, really trying to train my arm. You're a handsome <laughs> kid, Pearson. He's gonna train his arm. Pete, you got some picks. I, you know, Sasha, I'm glad you asked. Because I do have some picks on deck. Um, I'm going back to the well with this one. I'm going to the Cincinnati Bengals. We were just talking about Tom Brady. He's dead. He sucks. The Bengals are three and a half point favorites at Tampa Bay. This is a little bit of a cheese line, as we like to say on this show. But I'm eating the cheese, and I'll I'll die by it. Uh, Cincinnati's ten and three this year against the spread, while Tampa Bay is only three nine and one against the spread. So I'm going to go with my gut, my trends, my stats, and I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half or minus three and a half against the Bucks. And then I'm yeah. going to go with my second pick, the Dallas Cowboys plus four and a half. Um, it's a bounce back game for them. They almost lost to the Houston Texans last week. And they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who finally had a good game. Uh, and I don't know if they'll repeat it. So I'm thinking that the Dallas Cowboys are going to come out, probably win by 10 points, and they're going to bounce back. Minus four and a half? Yeah, minus four and a half. Yeah, I'm showing five. When we need to uh, – do you want it to be four and a half? On my app, I have four and a half. So Okay, we can make it four and a half. We just have to keep that consistent because, um, you know, I might fade you a little bit later on. Mm. Hey, no. Felix. Because I'm taking the Jaguars. I want to take the Jaguars over the Cowboys. Then do fine. it. I got fine. other picks. I got other That's picks. fine. Go ahead, Felix. Give us your picks. Nobody told me I had to prepare picks before I came in here. What do you think we meant by best bets? Oh, as it's been well established, I haven't placed a sports bet yet. Yeah. Because I Gambling don't advice. know where my bank information gonna, is. Felix, while you're... um. While you're figuring out your picks, I'm going to give a little PSA. Uh, we gave this early on in the Bro Storm uh, podcast season. Something called fading. Felix has never placed a sports bet in his life. You should fade his picks. Whatever he says right now, pick the opposite. I went five and one this past week. What the hell are you talking about? Bushka? How much money did you make off that? Zero dollars and zero cents, but because you can't figure out how to connect your bank account to DraftKings. Yeah, basically. But here's the thing. I'm a busy I guy. He's the new intern P. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I kind of like it. Uh, it's a different it's a different vibe. I hope the listeners like it. Pearson, too. Shut we up. Got Pearson and intern Felix. Oh my god! I'm never coming back. I hope you guys know that. Like you invited me for my one and one time only. We've treated all of our other guests much nicer than we're treating you right now. I will. I will give exactly. you that. All right. Who's your? What's picks? different about your other guests? Hmm. 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 <laughs> what's different about them? Hmm. So what's what's different about your other guests, Sasha? Let's hear your pick, Sasha. 
Okay, I'll go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go 49ers minus three and a half at the Seahawks. The Seahawks have really been sliding. Um, they they haven't won a game in a while. The 49ers just roasted Tom Brady and the Bucks. They seem to be okay with Brock Purdy. Uh, three and a half is not a super big spread, so I'll go 49ers there. That's on uh, that's on Thursday night, so I'm gonna have good action to start the week, and I will go pick that I a team that I actually bet on this weekend that paid off for me is the oh I'm scrolling to it I'm gonna get there is the Ravens. I don't like the Browns. I think Deshaun Watson has looked garbage since he came back. Even if Lamar Jackson doesn't play, which I don't think he is, I've got the Ravens plus three at Cleveland uh, to cover that spread. So Ravens plus three. So I have 49ers and Ravens. Yeah, that that Browns line is really weird. Deshaun Watson hasn't shown anything yet. And I guess Tyler Huntley, but I think Tyler Huntley's looked good this year so far. He got dinged up a little bit in their game this past weekend, though, so they might be, they might be in real quarterback trouble. But then again, so are the Browns. Oh yeah, did you see him try to get a massage on the field, and everyone was like, got, trying to stay away from him. He like hurt himself, it, and he's like, he's like that like, massage that the Giants player got earlier in the year. <laughs> it was not. No, he's just on the field, like trying to massage himself, and his teammates were like. Oh, you're in trouble, dude. That's the thing. If Deshaun Watson offered you a hundred thousand dollars a year to be his masseuse, but like you had to like like you had to be like, hey, yo, tighten up. Like he's not doing anything to you. Would you do it? No. No, why would I do that? I can't I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Cause that's the thing. Deshaun Watson, he's not trying anything with me. He is not trying anything with me. Yeah, that's why he didn't hire dudes, bro. Get, get with the times. If he would have hired a dude, <laughs> he would have been okay. I mean, maybe the scandal could have got more scandalous. Felix, uh, we've been stalling for about 10 minutes for you now. Oh, no. You're going to have to give us oh, two Oh, I'm picks. ready to go. I have two. Is this for Scott? Uh, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Give me the Jags to cover. Against the Cowboys. Um, I think they win, but I'm going to take the points because uh, Jags been playing phenomenally and the Cowboys, they're coming down on their peak. I mean, they almost lost to the Texans this past week. So I, I think that they're bound to, to fall off against some team that would just be kind of surprising. Plus, they're looking ahead to that Eagles game. So um, the Jags could catch them on slipping a little bit. And then Titans Chargers. Over under set at 45 and a half. Give me the under and a Chargers beatdown of the Titans. So you're going to take Titans, Chargers under 45 and a half. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Can somebody verify that line because I don't trust Felix as far as I can throw him, which isn't very far if anyone's seen Felix in person. Actually, I, I've got 46. Does, okay. So I'm going to help you out there a little bit. It kind of hurts that you can't that you don't trust me, but it's fine. I mean, we've been doing a show together for almost a year, but it's fine. I'm okay. I don't trust you when it comes to sports gambling. I trust you in life. No, I'll be fine. I know what Slash's true colors are. I know I know what his true colors are, and they are red. 
All right. P's got the Bengals minus three and a half. The Cowboys minus four and a half. Felix has the Jaguars plus four and a half and the Titans Chargers under 46. I've got the 49ers minus three and a half and the Ravens plus three. Those are your best bets this week. Felix is going to cry himself to sleep in the break. On the other side, we're going to play a little Would You Rather and see how it goes. Stay with us. Welcome back into Bro Storm Sports. In the break, Jay Miz gave us a few of his picks. He's got the Chargers minus three over the Titans and the Eagles minus nine over the Bears. So we'll see how that plays out. He'll probably have another couple of miserable losses. Uh, but we're going to play a little game, game time uh, here for our final segment of the day. We're going to play a little game called Would You Rather? And, you know, since Felix was so gracious to be our guest today and was nice enough to come in and help us out and probably won't ever come back after today, I'm going to let him give out. I'm going to let you, Felix, give out the first would you rather to intern B and I. Okay. Would you rather be a very high draft pick, so top five uh, quarterback, and tear your ACL in the first five or six games of the season or be Mr. Irrelevant who's getting some legitimate starting time? Which one would you rather be? The torn ACL, first round pick, or literally the last pick of the draft? So I'm going to go with the top five quarterback. You get paid a lot more money and your long-term future is better. Like Joe Burrow tore his ACL in his rookie year and he was still pretty damn good by his second year and your long-term future is better and you'll get more opportunities. Like if you're a top pick, people want you to succeed. If you're Mr. Irrelevant, you're, you're, it's good that you got this one opportunity, but if it doesn't go well, you'll never get another one. And you're lucky that you got the first one in the first place. So I'll be the, the top pick. You took the words right out of my mouth. I 100% agree. I mean, if you tear your ACL, you're still getting your, $10 million signing bonus and Brock Purdy's probably makes what the league minimum right now, 500 grand. Like, if he plays bad, he's probably done, honestly. I mean, maybe yeah, one yeah. of the team, but he, he's in a good offense right now. So I'm taking the top five every day of the week and twice on Sundays, actually. And something you guys didn't mention is that, like, at least with Brock Purdy's situation, like, even if he is playing well, he's kind of going to get some of that. Jimmy Garoppolo treatment where it's like it's everything around him instead of him which is true in some cases but uh, if you're the top five pick like say if Trey Lance was playing really well for the San Francisco 49ers it'd be like oh it's all Trey Lance he's the greatest quarterback in the world because they're they have this record and he's playing well because of this and so it, it could be the the perception that switches a little bit whereas with Brock Purdy it's like well, it's all these other things around him that are doing really well, which it can happen both ways. He is playing well and executing, but they do mention like, oh, he's got Christian McCaffrey. He's got the greatest young coach. He's got all this, all these different things, the best defense in the league that's working for him as opposed to if Trey Lance was in there, it's like it's a top three guy playing really well. Yeah, agreed. So we all agree on that one. Wasn't really much to debate there. Thanks a lot, Felix. All right. Again, don't ever ask me. All right, I've, I've got a I've got a one that's kind of similar in vain, but this is a Jamison Williams question. Jamison Williams came back uh, this week for the De Detroit Lions, 
and caught a touchdown pass, or he came back the week before, but he caught a touchdown pass this week on a long one. He tore his ACL in the last game of his college career in the national championship game, still ended up being a first-round pick, um, and just finally came back and played for the Lions. So would you rather, assuming you're like slated to be a top pick, would you rather tear your ACL before the draft or in the first game of your NFL career? I think before the draft, because it kind of happened to Brees Hall. He kind of tore his ACL, what, like the fifth or sixth game? It's kind of the same situation. Yeah. Uh, if Brees Hall tears his ACL before the draft, he's still going second round there, and I think it was the same for Jamison Williams. So I'm going to go with tear my ACL before the draft. See, for me, it would be it would be the first game of the year because – Let's say I was the number one overall pick. I'm already slotted in there. If I tear my ACL before the draft, I drop down to seven. Sure, it's a small change in the money, but like it's still a change nonetheless. I'd much rather be the number one overall pick and then tear my ACL. And then instead of tearing my ACL and then like being the number one overall pick before the selection's even made. Yeah. It's a tough question because the there's a small sample size of players that will actually still be first-round picks, even if they are coming into the draft with a torn ACL and the team knows they might not play almost at all the first year. I mean, you have to be a real talent to be in that situation. That kind of happened to Jamison Williams. I I can't remember what receiver went before him, but like, had he not torn his ACL, he would have been the first receiver off the board. I think Drake London and Garrett Wilson went before him. Maybe Chris Olave, too. Yeah, and so I mean, it, it's still it's still a thing. Like he lost some money. He's still in the first round, still in the top fifteen picks or whatever. But it's still losing some money, whatever it was. Yeah, it's it's tough because tearing your ACL before the draft is tough. But if you tear your ACL the first game of the year, that really like sets you back in your NFL career. Um, and yeah. Jamison Williams, coincidentally, was. 12th overall. So I think that makes him the uh, fourth receiver taken, actually. All right. Here's a here's one that kind of has to do with the Mr. Irrelevant and the number one pick talk. It's similar to what Felix was talking about. But would you rather be the number one pick in the draft and out of the league in two years, which that's like some Jamarcus Russell shit right there. Like, it's hard to be out of the league in two years as the number one pick in the draft. Or I'm not going to say the same. You're undrafted, and I'm not going to say the same amount of time because I think that's obvious that you would take the, be the number one pick if you're both going to be out of the league in two years and get the money that a number one pick would get. But you're undrafted. You don't have like a Tom Brady career, but you make it in the league four or five years. So number one pick in the draft out of the league in two years, or you're undrafted and you make it in the league for four to five years. See, for me, even if it was the same amount of time, like you're in the league for only for two years if if you're undrafted, is that it goes back to the perception thing where it's like if you are only in the league for two years as the number one overall pick, it's your disappointment. If you're in the league two years as an undrafted guy, it's like you made it. You actually like actually got to the NFL uh, after not even being picked in the first 260-some-odd picks or whatever, and so – I'd rather be undrafted and only make it in the league for a couple of for a couple of seasons at the very least. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you, Felix, actually, for the first time uh, today, actually. Felix is hard to agree with. I know, yeah. I know. It's it's a new thing. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with agree you. With. I know. I'm a smart guy, I promise. You know what? I'm going to say that uh, I'd rather be the undrafted guy that stays in the league four years. By the way, you don't sign like a longer contract when you're undrafted, so that means you probably got a second contract at least to last that long, maybe four contracts because you're on a year-to-year basis. So it's better than being a bust, being Jamarcus Russell. Although Jamarcus Russell got drafted before the slotting of of rookie contracts, so he actually made a lot of money just by like Stupid money. just by getting being the number one pick and never doing anything. So six years, sixty-seven million dollars, and then all he did was drink cough syrup. Sipping on some scissor. Mm. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Bro Storm Sports. We had a lot of fun having Felix on with us tonight. Intern P was great, as always. If you listen this far, you like something you heard, subscribe, rate us five stars, give us a follow on Instagram, TikTok, all of it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.